Hungry for good news? Listen to Sophie Murphy with Sophie. Now, brought to you by the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Call 01-513-514 and ask for the special monthly packages. The Cosmopolitan Hotel. High value, smart price. Good morning, everyone. Great to be back on the air. Today, I've invited two guests to be with us. Two better are here with me today, so we can find out a little bit more about them. So I'm happy to have Hala and Naveen with me. I had a little chat with Hala before today's conversation, and their story is quite inspiring. So for all of you listening, this is Sunny Side Up on Light FM, and you can catch me between 8 and 10 a.m. every Monday and Friday. So let's start. Hala, Naveen, hello. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. So girls, beautiful this morning. And I just have a quick question for you both. I think our audience would really like to know what is too better? Why are they on the airwaves? <laughs> and how did you all start? So please, let's go from there. Okay, so Too Better is a social enterprise that's focusing on reducing plastic waste in Lebanon uh, through transforming them into different end products for the consumers and for the B2B market. Um, now, how we started is basically when I got the chance to meet Hala back in Africa on a volunteering uh, mission. Um, so uh, we bonded in 2018 and then we started discussing different ideas of what can we do for our community back in Lebanon because, you, you know, Lebanon lacks a lot of things unfortunately and um, with that we decided through a lot of different conversations that uh, maybe we can we quit our corporate jobs and just jump in and, and give back to our community um, and that's what, what we did um, later on we traveled to Tanzania for a three months program uh, we learned about community development about uh, the ecosystem about uh, conservation and that's when we actually got inspired of okay they're taking care of uh, their environment, their oceans, but uh, we've been having this waste crisis in Lebanon since 2015 and nothing was actually being done. So um, with the community and, and giving back, we started like having different ideas and then we came back by mid-2019 to Lebanon and we started like we should start to better and uh, just, just just jump in and turn on the go as, uh, as time passes by. I think uh, I'm going to, for our, for our audience, basically, Too Better, um, if you go on their Instagram page, you can see all of the different things that they have created through plastic waste and arbor waste here in Lebanon. Now, I think what's really interesting, girls, is Africa. I mean, yes, we've come back. Yes, we've established ourselves, you know, back in Lebanon. Lebanon, we're trying to build the community and educate and create the awareness. But I mean, there's this stigma on Africa about how underdeveloped they are, how behind they are, and how, you know, us as Lebanon, definitely, we're definitely more forward. We've definitely achieved more, you know. However, that seems to be the exact opposite since you're going to Africa and learning all of these different tricks and trade and bringing it back here. So, so for everyone listening, you know, maybe Africa can be quite inspiring to the rest of us. So what did you actually learn in Africa? in regards to um, collecting waste, you know, upcycling it or reusing it and what have you actually transfer, uh, transferred to Beirut and are managing to get off the ground? I think that would be a, a good place to start as well. Okay, so in Africa, we did a lot of cleanups. Uh, the community would come together and uh, we'd go out into the village and we'd, uh, we'd have a cleanup. 
um, when we gather all, all of these, uh, what they do is they tra transform them into eco bricks. So they bring an empty plastic bottle and they put all the trash, all the plastics, all the everything that they find, they put them in these bottles and then these bottles are kept for one or two days. And this plastic bottle that's filled with trash transforms into a brick. It hardens and turns into a brick. So they use these eco bricks, they put them together and they make benches, uh, they make chairs, um, they make uh, uh, fences. So we were very inspired by, they don't need any machinery, they don't need anything, they just need manpower. So they collect, they clean, uh, they put them in the plastic bottles, they keep them overnight, and then this turns into a material that they can use for a building block. So I think this was our biggest inspiration, and um, that's exactly how we started. That's how research started. So, okay, in Africa, this is what they're doing. What can we do? And Lebanon is much more advanced in machinery and technology. So, okay, we can do something and we can do something better as well. Um, and this is when we came back. Uh, we looked into the machinery that we would need to transform this waste, plastic. And uh, that's where we are now. We, we, we built our small-scale machinery. So, Nabeen and I were hands-on with everything. Um, and we take a, a plastic bottle or any plastic um, uh, plastic product and then we transform it. We take into the process of transforming it into the products that we are now selling online. And that's when we started, okay, um, let's, do, let's uh, make products that people interchange every year. Something that, no, let's make a product that can actually stay, uh, that they can keep in their houses, that they can use. And that's exactly what, what, what we're doing right now. Hello, that, that's, uh, that's, that's crazy. And I think what's really interesting is, is if you do get into these um, brick building, especially with the crisis that's happening in the country, I mean, you can actually put people back in their homes, you know, especially what took place in Beirut and the poorer areas, you know. I mean, we do know that the, the elite that did get hit, you know, have managed to sort of get their houses a little bit back together, have actually paid out of their pockets to put it together. But there are people that can't afford it and the NGOs are struggling to bring in the money. So this could be an easy way to try to see, you know, how can we house um, people from the Beirut blast or how can we house um, people that live on the border with Israel, you know, that have had their houses torn down? How can we house the people in Tripoli and Agad and in all of these places where, you know, we, we have severe poverty so that's an amazing amazing achievement um on another note i think what would be really interesting is ziad abishakir i'm sure you've heard of him he's been creating these manholes out of single-use plastics so something that we can't even recycle um which is fascinating so with your machinery and and his go-to i mean we're, we're really getting places in the country and it's quite inspiring however um What's interesting is, is you guys' background. I mean, everyone's probably sitting here thinking, where did they come from? Are they designers? Are they product designers? You know, so tell us a little bit about you girls. Um, because you did, Naveen mentioned, you know, leaving our corporate jobs. But what was that corporate job to be, to be leaving? <laughs> okay, so uh, I have almost 10 years of experience in finance. So I was working in a multinational company in Lebanon. I was between Lebanon and Switzerland. Um, and that's when I decided, okay, so... Um, I want something that's that's more operational, that's more uh, labor work, we can say, or something that has more of a purpose to what we're to, to what we're actually doing. And this is how our discussion started together. And I come from a background of interior architecture. Um, 
I have six years of experience and I lived and I, I was born and raised in Saudi, in, in, in Saudi Arabia and, and I, I worked there. And then just as Naveen said, I think it's very important for us to find purpose in, in our work. I mean, when you're working, you're working all day, you're giving it blood, sweat and tears. So it's something beautiful to see the outcome of all the effort that you're putting. And I think this is something that we both lacked. Um, this is how our, 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 our bond started. We both had the same vision, we had the same end goal. And things just took it from there. So I got my, my experience and she got hers and we just, we put them together in a pot and we're just stirring everything together now. <laughs> Girls, that's absolutely wonderful. Um, I have another couple of questions I'd like to ask you before we wrap this up. So first and foremost, Hala, we were having a chat before we uh, went on air today. So, and we were talking about how there is this struggle with the waste is that there is a lot of waste. People are trying to recycle, but they're not doing it properly. They're not washing their bottles. They're not washing their cans. Um, they're not sorting it. So actually on your end, um, to be able to reuse this waste or to create any sort of valuable product that can be then placed into the market is quite a struggle because most of the recyclables that you're receiving are ending up back in the landfill. So I think it would be really interesting to our guests who are listening, who do spend or think they are trying to do something um, to improve uh, their eco footprint or uh, reduce waste in the country. So could you just throw out some tips here for people just to make sure that they're on the right tracks so you guys actually have recyclables that are usable in the end um, to be able to upcycle. What type of chat, yes. basically what type of challenges have you faced on this front? Um, I think the biggest challenge is getting clean recyclables. Uh, it makes it almost impossible to recycle anything that uh, is dirty, anything that has any type of dirt or any residue of, of food. Um, juices, sugar, anything at all. So I think my biggest and most important advice is to just simply rinse out, uh, rinse out uh, the, the plastics that you want to throw away, um, because it makes it a lot easier for us and recycling centers as well to just pick it up and put it through the recycling process immediately. Because to go through every single recycle, recycled item or, or, or product that is not clean. It's very time consuming and then sometimes we won't be able to clean out as much as we want to. So they're all just gone back and kept for, our, for, for not recycling. Naveen, I don't know if you want to add anything. Yeah, I guess like this was our biggest challenge because we were also getting a lot of different contaminated material. And uh, this, I guess this is a misconception in our country and it's everywhere. They think like if we sort them, then, then we're good to go. So um, we, we've been trying to create this awareness on it that no, please just rinse them simply, just like Hannah said, and it will create a much easier process for us and for the recycling centers as well. That's absolutely great, girls. Um, last couple of questions. I can I can ask questions all day. It's just my thing. So, I, I thank God Light FM's got a time limit on me. Otherwise, we'd be here all day and all night just chatting. So, last but not least, and now we know what your main challenge was. You know, what would you say has been your main achievement for Two Better so far, or do you have something in the pipeline you'd like to share with our audience? Um, so I guess our 
we didn't have this big of achievements because of everything that's been happening in the country, unfortunately. But uh, we're, we're still trying. I, I can say that this is a personal achievement for both of us. Like we're still resilient. We're we're still persistent with what we want to do because we know like this is a change maker um, in Lebanon, and it will get us someone um, at the end. So, um, and I guess like Kala last year, she also um, represented to better in the UNDP Youth Leadership Program. Uh, she ranked top seven in Lebanon and in regional top six and got an honorary mention. So I guess this was our biggest achievement, which is really good. Um, we've also participated in different incubator programs, which we're learning a lot uh, through them, um, of how we can develop our idea, how we can move forward with things. Um, and now just like to, to give you uh, a different direction. So uh, since we're still working on Tubatur, uh, we're creating now like a new material. Um, to for for businesses to adopt um, like a building material that is made from 100% recycled plastic waste. Um, it's uh, we're still in the testing phase, but hopefully it would be soon enough in the market. Um, so I guess this is also something uh, uh, a, a big celebration for us because just last week it worked out. This is also like our first achievement for this year. Uh, with, the, with the new product that we're going to launch soon enough. So hopefully, uh, uh, like in the coming month or so, uh, I wait something from our end. And on a, on, a, on a community achievement, I just like to add a very small thing that we do have new um, customers and new people that haven't started recycling and are recycling now. So on a community level, I think this is also an yeah. achievement I'd like to highlight because it really shows that people are willing to start recycling, people are willing to care about Lebanon as Lebanon and not be selfish about everything else. So I think this is the second yeah, achievement that I can put in there. That, that's a wonderful achievement. I mean, uh, I think everyone's had enough of living in their own waste. So <laughs> uh, moving forward on this front, uh, girls, last question. I just wanted to ask you, are you collecting recyclables? Can people drop this to you? Are you handling that directly or are you working with an organization just so we can guide our audience that might want to help here or get involved or um, just point them in the right direction? Okay, so what usually happens is that anyone who would want to recycle with us can drop off their recyclables at our workspace. So we send them our location and they can just drop them off. This is how we're, we're operating as a well. Okay, and all of that can happen, happen through your social media channels, just a quick DM. Yes, and yes, All right, yes. so everyone who's listening, if you are interested, they are at Too Better, that's T-W-O on Instagram. I'm sure you can find them on all other social media channels. You can also look for me and you can follow up on this interview with at Eskaziri. And always on Light FM on Sunny Side Up on a Monday and a Friday between 8 and 10 a.m. It's been wonderful having you ladies with me today it's so great to see um, our women making strides and really breaking um, barriers and, and and going out there and making a name for themselves it's uh, your time it's our time and I really wish you all the best um, full empowerment on my end and I would love please do keep in touch and send me any messages if anything's come out any more rewards any new products so we can get you guys on the air and share that with our audience I'm sure they're going to be so proud of the both of you so young but achieving so much and with such a great purpose so Naveen Hala thank you so much for being with me today 
Thank you, Sophie, for having us. Thank you so much. It was lovely to be with you today. That was Sophie Murphy with Sophie. Brought to you by the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Call 01-513-514 and ask for the special monthly packages. The Cosmopolitan Hotel. High value, smart price.